Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, I want to get to antisocial behaviour. Gangs of children roaming the streets of Abbeyvale, frightening elderly people and tormenting shop owner needs to be tackled, according to Councillor Liam Galvin. Uh, Councillor Galvin read out a motion calling for the Minister for Justice to enact legislation to put the onus on parents of children under the age of 16 who are gathering, loitering and engaging in antisocial behaviour to be responsible for their children. Other councillors around the country have said, have since come out to say, and given their experience of gangs of children hanging around their areas, that antisocial behaviour is a problem and it needs to be sorted out. Now, we're hearing a lot in the news lately about children all over the country being involved in crimes from robbing shops to assaults. There's an element of boredom, I think, there with kids as well, but there's also been that element that has always been there too, by the way. As a parent... Should you always be aware as to where your child is every single minute of the day? We had a conversation in the office today. My kids are all growing up now. The youngest is 19 years of age. My oldest is 24. But I can remember when they were 16 and 17. And I'm not being a goody-goody parent. But I can honestly say with hand and heart that I knew where they were all the time. But is finding the parents of these children the best way to deal with it? I mean, and I do want to get on to talking about, you know, was it easier in the 60s, 70s and 80s than it is now? Or do children now have it easier? I'm going to just throw that question out, by the way. Um, Do you think that children have it easier now than they did in the 60s, 70s and 80s? In other words, was it easier growing up or better growing up in the 60s, 70s and 80s than it is now? Uh, Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. But on the line is Finnegal Councillor for Limerick City and Newcastle, Liam Galvin. Good afternoon to you, Liam. Good morning, good afternoon now, maybe. How are you yeah, well, yeah, I suppose I'm always get confused when it's just after 12. Do you just do you wait for 10 or 15 minutes before you say good afternoon? <laughs> anyway, we're, we're a beautiful day, by the way, here in Dublin. I don't know what it's like in Limerick, but it's a beautiful day here in Dublin. And the, the weather looks like it's certainly getting better. But that encourages, I suppose, young people to go out and hang around, which unfortunately doesn't help the problem you're having. What is the problem that you're really having? Is Is it that bad? Uh, no, look, thanks first of all, and you know, I will just tell you the interest that's in this because you know I'm obviously at the other side of the country from Dublin, um, and I, you know, it is the, this issue is actually bigger than what I thought the day I put down that motion because since that motion has got airtime and since it has been published in, in, in the local Limbic paper, uh, the volume of phone calls and messages that I have received from people is frightening. Um, mm. And particularly so, Niall, in relation to the stories that they have been told. Yeah. People now are afraid to, to go to the Gavi because of the intimidation uh, and report these. Um, just to give an example of, 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 of the behaviour that's going on. By the way, it's the minority of children that are doing this. Of course, of course, yeah, yeah. It's the minority. Um, and most children are well-behaved and well-mannered. What is happening inside in, in the towns of Ireland, and it's not particularly Abbey Field, it's no, it's everywhere. Violence. It's everywhere. And we've all it noticed it. We, we've all course, noticed it, yeah. Well, well, then you have to ask yourself if we all notice this. Why so isn't it being dealt with? Why so aren't the senior officials in the Gardaí and why so aren't the senior politicians dealing with this? Are we going to choose to ignore this for much longer? Because it has come to a stage, and I'll just talk about my own town, because I can't, we haven't, I haven't visited other, other towns in, with the last 12 months, particularly because of COVID. But I will say this. For example, we have a town park in Abbeyfield, the most beautiful town park in the playground facilities. And it's a fright to God that young families and parents can't carry their children in a safe fashion because of these young children that are loitering around unsupervised. What, what are the age I group? What, I mean, Liam, what, what sort of age group are you I talking about? The, the age group is, and I would say, from seven years of age up to 16. Right, right. And I mean that. 
and it, 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 it there appears to be law for one and a no law for another person. Mm-hmm. This is the reality of it. If you see the response that I got from the superintendent, in fairness, um, children under under twelve years of age cannot be arrested. Of course not, because they can't be held. They can't be held criminally responsible for anything. Yeah. Yes. Well, now who is responsible? Well, their parents ultimately. Well, thank you very much. Mm. So now the parents need to be held accountable and held responsible. And I do think it's about time that the parents are held accountable because the current situation at the moment is certainly not working and it's broken down. Now, I received a phone call there three weeks ago from a gentleman down in Kilmarnock, which is 45 miles away from me. He rang me by mistake and I said, sorry, you have the wrong number. You were speaking to Councillor Galvin. Oh, he said, while I have you on the phone, he said, I mightn't see it in my lifetime, he said. But young man, he said, in your lifetime, he said, we're going to come to a stage where the towns of Ireland will become lawless if they continue going in the fashion that they left going. See, I, I get what you're saying, Liam, and for those kids under 12, you're right, they can't be criminally responsible, so the parents must be responsible, right? And, and if you've got 7- and 8-year-olds or 10-year-olds uh, misbehaving or tormenting people, particularly elderly people or shop owners, that needs to be tackled with by their own parents, and I completely agree with you. If they don't do that, the parents should get a fine. I mean, you need to hit people in the pocket sometimes to make, make them understand what you, that you're serious about something. But I, like I, was, I, I live in Swords, and I pulled up to the shop recently, and there was a lad on a bike, and there was another heap of gang of lads come down the road about 14 or 15 and they went to try and steal his bike off and I get out of the car and I shouted at them and they, they all ran off, right? So the lad with the bike was very grateful to me for, for doing that. But in saying that, most people won't do that. Most people don't want to get involved. And how do we tackle the 14, the 15, the 16-year-olds, up to 70 maybe even, how do we tackle that situation? Because parents will say, well, I'm doing the best I can. I thought he was in his friend's house. I didn't know he was hanging around the shops. You know, because... I personally would have always believed I knew where my children were and I, and I hope I was right and I, I, just, I hope they weren't absconding somewhere when I delivered them somewhere. I would have delivered them everywhere as a parent. I didn't let them just wander around. But I mean, there, if we, what I talked about a second ago, kids in the 70s and 80s, we did roam the streets. We didn't really get up to much in the 70s and 80s, but we did roam the streets. It's part of being a child, isn't it? Roaming the streets a little Absolutely, bit. Absolutely, Niall. And I'm, I'm not for a minute trying to stop that. Yeah. Absolutely not. When I, you know, I was young myself and you know, we, we played football in the streets and we, we did all sorts of things. Yeah. But at the same time, we had respect for the elderly. Absolutely, we had, yeah. for, we had respect for the business people. We had respect for the customers coming in to use the facilities inside in the town. We had respect for the facilities that we wanted to use ourselves, such as the GA clubs, the rugby clubs, soccer clubs, the athletic clubs, you know, all the clubs. We had respect for all those and we had the most enjoyable time we ever had. But there's a minority of children out there that have appeared to me to be going around lawless. Mm-hmm. And now there's no fear. The fear of the guard that we had when we were young was there because if you met a guard walking up against us... Oh, yeah, I know. You were terrified, yeah. Well, you'd nearly cross the road and walk down and, and nearly walk down the other Ah, side. so there was two guards in Kulak Garda Station when I was a young fella in Edenmore and they give you a clip across the ear and send you home. Like, you know, and, 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 now, I'm not and, suggesting and, we go back to that either, but in saying that, I, we, had, we had a healthy fear of authority. Absolutely, there was a healthy fear of authority there. And now at this stage, the guard I don't blame the guard for this. We need government support and but well, what are the guards going to do? I mean, and Liam, I'm with you. I'm not against you here, right? But I see lots of problems with this because the guards are afraid to go up to a 14 or 15-year-old. When I say afraid, every 14 or 15-year-old has a mobile phone now. And as soon as the guards come near them, we're, we're recording you on Facebook Live. And, uh, and, the, and the guards are kind of, they have to you know, apply caution to every way they deal with these young individuals because they don't want to get themselves into trouble either. Niall, that's the first thing they need to stop. Mm. I mean holding a mobile phone up to Garda's face while he's, while he's trying to hold the law of the land is mm-hmm. very, very wrong. That's the first thing that needs to stop. 
The second thing that needs to stop is when the guard drops home, that child home to the parents' house. No sooner has that guard left that house when that child is out after him again. Mm. Is that is that right? No, it is, and, and I think only, you're, you're only, right. The only way to tackle only way that, that is that to find them. The only way that that will stop is find them, and I don't mean find them. I go further again. The money should be taken from the attachment of earnings. In other words, yeah. whether it's a social welfare payment or whether it's a PRSI payment or what payment it is, the money should come from the source directly, because otherwise. These fines are going to go on the long thing and they're going, they're going to court and the judge will hammer down, ah, yeah, get them off again and they're out in the streets. Yeah, whereas, whereas if they had to pay them. these fines, they would think twice about not knowing where their children Absolutely, are and what they're up to. 100%. And, and look, I'm not, I'm not out there to, 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 to come down hard and arguing that at all. I certainly am because we were all young. And as I say, I love seeing, for example, out on town there, there's young children walking the town and they're quite entitled to walk the town. Mm-hmm. But they're walking the town the very same way as the adults have walked it. They behave themselves and they conduct themselves and they cooperate with the guardian, they cooperate with the COVID guidelines, I have no issue with those young children. But I have issue with where there's 7, 8, 9, 10, and maybe up to 15 and 20 people standing outside the shop. I got a phone call from two shop owners in recent days that the children were standing, groups of these other youths were standing outside the shop, and customers couldn't come in. They were frightened to come in because of COVID. They were coughing, sneezing, and spitting up in the customers. That's now, vile. Is yeah, that vile. Is that right? Yeah, and by the way, whether it's COVID or not, spitting at people, it's it's one of my pet hates. If I see anybody spitting, it it turns my stomach. Come to a stage now where the level of frustration out there with the public, I'm Mm. elected by the people, by the way. This is not me. This is coming from the public. By the way, I'm going to put my weight behind it. But this is not going to change by Liam Galvin here talking to you today. No. The only way this is going to change is by political will. Yeah, but, I, but I've talked, will. you know, with the greatest respect, Liam, I'm doing this show 10 years, and I can say in the last 10 years, at least five times, we have done a topic about finding parents of unruly children, and it has fallen on deaf ears every single time. So I, I'm not saying, you know, that, you know, what, what, you're, what you're doing at the moment is pointless. Absolutely, it's got a bit of weight behind it. As a councillor, you'll put a bit of weight behind it. But will anything actually happen? Will the Minister for Justice actually bring in? I remember, that, by the way, if you go back to 2001, we did bring in fines under the Public Order Act on the spot fines. But for people who were in Dublin at the time, we had a problem with people drunk and disorderly. And there was on-the-spot fines uh, were, being, were going to be given out. Now, I don't know whatever came of it. Um, uh, Charlie Flanagan, or not Charlie Flanagan, Charlie McCreevy was Minister for Justice at the time, I think, if I remember rightly. And uh, he brought these in, but nothing ever really happened. The fines were never really given out, and it just went by the wayside. Right. Look, it just, if you look at just what has happened in recent months, particularly with COVID, the way they have changed legislation overnight, right? They have implemented various legislations overnight. There's no reason not to implement this. There's no reason at least to open the debate about the result, where there are elected officials getting well paid, where the the Shannon is getting well paid, right, to implement and pass legislation. I think it's about bloody time now that we sit down and open up a debate on... And the the one thing I'll say before we finish on this is, if you did bring in legislation like this to deal with unruly children who are being unruly or misbehaving in that sense, which is illegal activity under the Public Order Act, I don't want to see that being abused. Um, and we know sometimes when you give power to people, be it on Garda Khan or whatever, uh, sometimes that can be abused and, and common sense not used. Because I don't want to see children not being allowed to be children either. You know, I mean, the, I, you know, I mean, we could go back. There was loitering laws brought in many, many years ago. Then we abandoned them back in the 80s, right? I don't want to see loitering laws brought back in. I mean, it's okay for kids to hang around a corner and talk to each other. That's fine as long as they're not doing anything wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, 
you know, I mean, obviously the COVID restrictions are different. And I want to see... Well, with the greatest respect now, Aleem, I know you're saying the COVID restrictions are different. Do you think the COVID restrictions are applying to 13-year-olds? I don't think so, on average. Absolutely not. They don't care. I want to see... Seven and eight and ten young lads with a football under their arm. Going yeah, well, I, I still see it. By the way, COVID has and made no difference to the amount of groups of kids that I see walking around. By the way, uh, I don't. And I've noticed. Look, we were all young, and I've noticed yeah. with yeah, yeah. young lads. But I have an issue where young children are misbehaving the way they are towards the elderly. And I saw my own two eyes there. I won't say the other day. It was recent weeks that part where a gentleman with two walking sticks in the footpath had to walk out in the road to give room to six young men. Now, I'll tell you, it's sticking me to my core. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, look, I'm, I'm right behind you, Liam, and, I, and you're welcome to back on the show and talk about it again anytime you want, to, when you get further on this. If, if we want to choose to ignore this for much longer, we can. Okay, but by the way, just before, before you go, uh, I'm putting you on the spot, by the way, here, but just before you go, Liam, as yes. a Fela Gale counsellor, do you believe that Leo Varadkar should step down while there's an ongoing guard investigation to leak documents? Absolutely not. I mean, let's, let, you know, let nature take its course. And if the man is proven guilty, well, then let's... Uh, well, he let's, says he has nothing to answer for. Well, apart from uh, I, bad, you know, bad error of judgment, is what I, he says. It, it, you know, I want, to, I want to say something here, quite because it, it, this is infuriating me as well. Mary Lou MacDonald is calling for our T-shirts, as for the tarnish that's had with the last two years. Yep. Mary Lou MacDonald... She's not, but she's not the only one. But she has questions to answer herself with, with the... With, she has questions to answer herself in relation to the attendance herself. And breaking of COVID guidelines herself. This is, but this is not. This is not something as simple as breaking COVID guidelines. This well, is the leaking of documents. Well, you will. You have to. I mean, is he, first of all, I left you. Is he guilty? Uh, is he guilty? I don't know. That's up to the Garda Shea yeah. to decide whether well, the file going to be sent I, to the DPP I, I, or not. I do, I do believe. I do believe. Let me actually take his course. If the man is guilty, let the penalty. Well, everybody, everybody says they're innocent. You know, with the greatest respect. I mean, yeah. okay, I accept that Leo said that it was an error of judgment at the time. You know, that he passed these on to a friend, and I accept it was an error of a judgment. But in saying that, when you're in government and you're in a position of power and you're the T shock, which he would have been at the time, uh, you know, an error of judgment is not acceptable. You you, well, you yeah. have to live by a certain standard, and it's a higher standard than most uh, most of society. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not suggesting that he should resign, but certainly while there's an ongoing investigation by Angarda Shiakana, which hopefully is, is sorted out fairly quickly and, and swiftly, would it not be um, I suppose the right thing to do to step aside? Look, I, I my honest opinion is I don't think so. I, I genuinely don't think so. I think if the guy is is is, is proven wrong, if he's proven guilty, well, then let the penalty be that. But I do believe that Leo Varadkar has come out and said he is made an error of judgment and let it be at that. By the way, you know, life isn't that simple. And oh, I know. When it, comes to, when it comes to running the country, you know, do this or don't do that. There, there are times when, you know, even running the business, that the business owner running the country for this, you know, in this instance, that, you know, you have to stand outside, step outside the mark to get official work done. And, 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 and life is not as simple as possible, you know, as straightforward as, how people like it. To yeah, but we, we, yeah, but we certainly don't want to go back to the kind of nod and winkery politics that we had back in the 1980s and 90s, do we? No, that's definitely normal. <laughs> you know, I, I'll do a favour for you. You scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. That was well, the way it was done in this country, wasn't it, for years? I mean, and that's what Mary Lewis suggested. We don't want to go back to that again. Or don't want to be yeah. seen to be accepting that kind of politics. Yeah, well, you know? I think Mary, Mary Lou now should go and look at her own party and the behaviours of some for one candidates rather than 
to be able to defeat Yale people, I would, I would have to do that maybe ourselves. All right, listen, Liam, thank you very much indeed, and I'm glad you highlighted thank this you, issue. Today. All right, there you go. Uh, Liam Galvin is a Finnegan councillor for Limerick City and Newcastle and believes that, obviously, children, we need to look at this, and it is a serious issue. He is absolutely right, by the way. You know, there are individual children out there, and by the way, and he did say minority, by the way, for those he given out about him saying most children are good, of course he's agreeing with that. Most children are good, and most children do behave themselves, and they're just having a bit of crack and just roam with the streets, and that's fine. Um, but he's starting with kids who are making life difficult for elderly people. Imagine standing at the doorway of a shop, spitting at people going in. Imagine stealing other kids' bikes or whatever it happens to be. That sort of stuff has to stop. Or, you know, damaging goods or stealing or getting involved in criminal activity at that age where we know they're not going to go to jail or anywhere else. But surely there should be some sort of sanction. And the sanction has to be for their parents. So let me know what you think of that. But I do want to go into this whole idea because I put a picture up on Twitter and up on Facebook as well of kids playing in the 60s, 70s and 80s. It was a very different world. And I want to know what you think. Do you think kids has it, have it easier now than they had then? Was it a better life as a child? I'm going to put my colours to the mass here and say, I would love my children to have lived when I lived. Uh, when I say when I was young, back when I was 14 or 15. It was a much better world. We enjoyed ourselves as children. We were children. Now children are being given too much information, way too much information. And I believe children nowadays are not children anymore. That's just my opinion. Let me know what you think. The number's 087 Do you think children had it easier then or now? Michal, you're on Classic Okay. You're telling, you're telling 100% truth there. I have to agree with you, yeah. except in the case of a rat guy. And I don't no particular time for the man. But he did that when he was in government. The time to do it. If anything, any crack with him is in government. But according to listeners in the news, it wasn't any privilege to do no great uh, privacy attached to the particular document that he leaked. Mm-hmm. And uh, therefore, he did nothing wrong. But to listen to Mary... Well, the way, that's, up, that's up to the guard of Shea College to decide if he did something wrong or not. It's that, not up to Leo Varadka to decide that. that that's correct, yes. Yeah. And we blame the guard of Shea for everything. Mother of God, I'm listening to, to most about Mary. Mother of Divine, no, she wants to put her house in order what they did to the kids in all these centres and safe houses and whatnot. Ah, uh, well, yeah, a lot of people are saying him. that today. Sinn Féin, not, well, Sinn Féin really can't See? be talking. OK, yeah, look, I, don't, I, I don't want to go into that. I don't want to focus on that today. I know a lot of people right. do. And some people believe that he should step down just while the investigation is ongoing. I don't know whether he should or not. That's I'm entirely not, I'm not a fan of his, but I wouldn't ask him to step down, no. Okay, okay. getting back to the kids, by the way. Um, you know, I mean, obviously when you were a young fella, it was a lot longer, a lot long time ago before I was before a young fella. Yeah. Niall, well, the one thing that both our generations had, you had the most utmost respect for those who were older than you, the seniors. Yes, absolutely. You had it. Listen to you, you had it. And in my part of the world, morning, sorry, hello, madam. If you did speak, you had to speak in a courteous fashion. Oh, yeah, I, I, I remember always, you know, hello, Mrs. Ward, hello, Mrs. Mooney, hello, Mrs. Yeah. Murphy, you know, and it was Mr. Murphy, Mrs. Mooney. We didn't call them by their first names. We didn't dare say anything bad to them because our parents yeah. had boxed the head office. So you oh, had yeah. to be polite and respectful of your neighbours and, and elderly people. When I say elderly people who are older than us. Yeah. Now, you mentioned secure there. You mentioned secure. You get the head box deal. Today, if a parent hits a kid, he's in court. They're in court. You can't touch your kid. And this is the big problem. The one time well, yeah, well, we don't want to see, we, we don't want to see parents beating kids up either. You know what I mean? No, but there was one time the thing was spared the rod and spoiled the child. Well, now the spared the rod has come in. It's, that's compulsory. You can't, you can't touch your kid. Like on my time now, you get up and, yes, you got a slap in the head. Or my father, he might have a salary rod there and put your hand out there and you got two slaps. And, guys, I'll tell you, 
No, I don't have to do because this. we didn't step out of line. We just didn't. We had respect. No okay, but, but when you when you grew up, you know, now I know you grew up in kind of rural Ireland more so in the than bog, yeah, in the bog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So when when you were running around during the summer when you weren't in school, and I remember you telling me before you hadn't got shoes, which I we didn't. We were in the bog. Okay, we so yeah, I said you cutting the turf, but you're running. Yeah. I mean, do you think kids nowadays would enjoy the life that you had as a child? No, the kids today they wouldn't even attempt to understand it. I have children and great-grandchildren, and I told my grandchildren, this is what I did. I had to bring some of them down to the West to show them what I did, and say, Jesus, how did you live out here? It was absolute heaven. Because there's, no <laughs> there's, no there's no Wi-Fi. There's no Wi-Fi in the bog. <laughs> there, wasn't, there wasn't even a phone in the parish, let alone no. anything else. Was, yeah. uh, I remember the first car and the first taxi coming. But apart from all that, we, give, we had a height of respect. We grew up with respect. That was that. From number one to ten was respect. And if you hadn't that, you had nothing. But then the point is, if you did step out of line, I ran the kids that stepped out of line. And by God, they got a chatter. Or they got slapped. One or the other. They didn't step out of line again. Today, if you're a 13-year-old and give them a slap, they got to the guard station. I mean, I, mean I have a text here that says, is this even up for debate? Look at the levels of childhood depression for crying out loud. More money, more problems. I think we found a happier medium in the 80s and 90s. And I, I couldn't, I have to agree completely. We didn't have the same problems. We didn't have the bills. Even parents didn't have the bills. They didn't have yeah. to pay for our mobile phones or our credit or our internet or our Netflixes or all those other things, our computers and laptops and everything that goes along with a modern world. And I, I just think children nowadays, like if you brought a child who's 15 back to your time or even my time in the, in the 70s yeah. and 80s, they'd, the first thing they'd be looking for is, well, I can't get any Wi-Fi signal. That's the first thing they'd say to you. I, I can't get yeah. on the internet. How can I connect to my friends? How can I connect to my friends? Go and see them. Go and knock on their door. Knock on the door and be polite. I can't even connect to the Wi-Fi. I'm enjoying my present I'm sitting in 1949 Anglia at the present minute and I'm a lot older than it. Yeah. But the, car, the car's probably looking better than me. But the point is that we had great, great, we had unbelievable time. We didn't have nothing except respect. Unbelievable respect. But even go back into your time which you're, you're only a nipper and my... my I'm not a you, nipper. Yeah. I'm 57 for Jesus' sake, yeah, but I'm, I'm, like, I'm 21 years older than you, whether you like it or not. And if I know, we had great time, and so had you. I had, I was giving them time to people. When you, when you, when you were in your fifth, I was giving them time and not of them time to years. I never had to bother with those that were working for me. Everybody treated each other with respect when they were an employer, and nobody ever worked for me, that time. You worked for you, yourself. And if you step out of you're not working. Do, do you remember, I mean, things that I remember from a child that I, we will never ever hear again was I'd be sitting in the kitchen or in the front room and the, the, the doorbell would ring if, we, if you were lucky enough to have a doorbell uh, most people had knockers on the door so you, your doorbell would ring and your mum would go to the door and she'd come in and she'd go it's Liam he wants to know where you're going out to play now that doesn't happen anymore because Liam will contact you on Snapchat or WhatsApp yeah. or whatever it is. So, I mean, so those things. Yeah. Are, I mean, that was the wonderful thing about people actually. And then you would go out to the door to Liam, you know, or to Paul or whoever it was, and you would go out. Are you coming out to play? We're thinking of playing a game of football rounders, whatever. And you'd go out and you'd play. And, but now we just don't do those. Kids don't do those things. They're so worried about the world we around them. Right. We you put our shoes and pet rings and Darshar and, and down in my time. But the point is, the parents, they knocked on your, they knew, it, they knew exactly who you were with and had an idea to where you were going. Absolutely. The kids in 10 and 12 years of age goes out today and if your mother, I'll be back whenever I feel like it. That's <laughs> it, I guess. And uh, nobody did you strong care. 
respect has to come back to the Cain that don't have any respect. And okay, so the bottom line, you believe kids were had more respect, you believe they enjoyed life better, although there was problems. I'm not going to deny there was problems in those days too, but you believe they enjoyed life better than kids nowadays. A thousand times more okay. we did. Okay. There were very, 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 very few problems, but we enjoyed it a thousand times more. We had nothing, but by God, we definitely enjoyed what we had. Okay, listen, Michal, thank you for that. Okay, uh, do you agree, Michal? Uh, Michal, a little bit older than me, so a generation beyond. Uh, my generation was the 70s and 80s. Maybe yours was the 80s and 90s. Michal was the 50s and 60s. Well, 60s, certainly. So I want to know, in your generation, do you believe that children had it easier, had a better time, enjoyed life more than the children now? I think they did. I think children now just know too much. I think they're way too involved in everything that's going on. I think it's a good thing that they have knowledge. They're more intelligent probably than we were to some degree. Maybe they had less cop on, but to be honest with you. We're trying desperately to find somebody who was actually at the protest today, either in Cork or Dublin. So if you happen to have been there, send us a quick text and let us know how did it go. Um, and, you know, obviously, were the guards respectful of the protest or were they not respectful? Uh, these are the protests, of course. The hashtag Reclaim the Streets based on our, obviously, in support of Sarah Everard, who sadly uh, lost her life in the UK uh, last week. Well, she was killed in the UK last week and women obviously want a safer world so I want to know if you were there if you were there let us know send us a text or a WhatsApp 87 8 now getting back to children Jer you're a classic kid how are you doing Jer? Morning, night how are you? yeah I decided an easy day today so you know I'll talk about something nice and it brings back great memories to think, you know when I think back when I was a child the, the sunshine today actually reminded me of it the long summers but Jer do you think it was easier back then? Uh, yeah definitely um, again the, the memories I have are exactly like you say, the long summers. The, the only kind of competition between kids was who had the best football. Yeah. And, and, and even then, the football was shared. So you brought it out into the field. Whoever had a, a lovely Adidas leather football, like that was the mark the whole street. And and we would play for football for hours, hours mm-hmm. up and down. And that would be it all day. You'd go out at 9 o'clock in the morning, you'd be dragged in at 5 o'clock for your tea after playing football all day. Yeah. You need to work out who was the best PlayStation. I, I have a grandson now. And he's nine, and they go out onto the field, and they talk about they go out onto the football pitch, and they talk about what they're going to do when they go back home. Playing Fortnite is the new game they play. Yeah, all of course, night. Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. So they go out and they organise to go back home and sit in front of the PlayStation and play Fortnite, and then they'll sit in front of that for hours. And they they talk to each other online. They will talk to this social yeah. aspect, but it's really not right. I'd be like, you're on a football pitch, get the football, kick that round. There's no need to. And then, of course, if one kid doesn't have Fortnite or doesn't have a PlayStation, he's left out. No, yeah, he yeah, yeah. had a football, you know? Yeah. I, I stemmed this back to the Rubik's Cube. Do you remember the Rubik's Cube? I do remember well. That was probably the first toy that I remember that you could bring into your bedroom and sit for hours on your own without any interaction with anybody. I just sit there with the Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Definitely. I, 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 I know. I know they will argue with. The, I know they'll argue with modern technology that it means children are more intelligent and they have more knowledge. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to disagree completely with that. But in saying that, I think they lack the common sense that we would have had because we were able to deal with real life situations. Whereas they, I think, children nowadays have become incapable of dealing with real life situations. I, I don't disagree with you. I would say it that way. I not think, all of them, by the way. Some of them. Yeah, it is. It is like. A, I think some kids get too wrapped up in the games and the console. I see, I, I say kids, we're old enough now. We see grown adults in their early yeah. 20s and yeah. they're queuing up outside Smith's waiting to get a PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of going, you're, you're 24, you're 25, you should really have other things going on in your life. Ah, well, here, I bought a PlayStation oh. 5, but I got one for Christmas. So, <laughs> so after that, I'm waiting to get one for me. <laughs> I believe, by the way, for those who are looking for them, Ruth was telling me today, 
there, there's a, an availability coming in the next week, I believe, in certain shops. There's drop-offs, as they call them. Um, so keep it. 17th and 19th, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. So but it, this <laughs> happens to be the worst launch that uh, Sony have ever done of a PlayStation. Um, I'm disgusted that you're telling people on the radio because I'm trying to get one. <laughs> All right, okay, sure, I'll say nothing. Nobody yeah, no, between the 17th and 19th, they're supposed to be dropping off a few all night, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I think Smith's and a few other places are supposed to be getting them. <laughs> This is the fake demand they create for these things. It's not yeah, well, it's well, no, I, I think it's gone beyond that. Now, PlayStation, sorry to go off on a tangent here, but PlayStation normally do this on a regular basis with the, the two, yeah. the three, the four. They did this where they had a, a small supply at the start, created the demand, and then two months later, you know, they flood the market with them. But this time around seems to be different. There seems to be a genuine lack of supply this time around for some odd reason, which is bizarre. Anyway, sorry, to get, get, get it back to it, but yeah, you were right. We went out, we kicked a ball. I, I remember, I know this sounds bonkers, and, and I know if there's younger people listening, they're going, oh my God, he had a very limited life. But I had a, a wheel off a bike, right, with no tyre on it, okay? Yeah. Uh, just a steel wheel, so it had no tyre on it, just spokes. And I had a stick, and I would go down the road with the stick and the wheel, running up and down the road, keeping the wheel going by hitting it with the stick. We would do similar things, yeah. Yeah, I mean, people that are, or make a trolley out of pram wheels. I, but you just don't see kids doing that anymore. No. It's well, just incredible. If you run down that road, back then, if you run down that road with the stick, a lot of kids would come out and join you. And they'd all get involved in it. Yeah. And there was all, always that inclusion. Even like I was saying, when we were playing football earlier, we would play football. And we could have 30, 35 kids on the field running up and down after the ball. It didn't matter how good they were, how bad they were. Everyone just got involved. That yeah. just doesn't. That's not today. Everyone yeah, or, or you'd take your stick and stick it in a bit of dog shit and chase other kids <laughs> around the road with us. Okay, but stay, stay there for a second. <laughs> Anna, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing? Hiya. Do, do you, oh, is, oh, sorry, is it Anne-Marie? Sorry, Anne-Marie. Yeah. <laughs> Anna-Marie. Okay. I was just listening to that there about the, the wheel and the stick. I, I know. Did you and do that as well? Yeah. Yeah, and I was born in 66. Right, okay, well, I was 63, so you're only three years younger than me. Okay, so yeah, are you, yeah the wheel and the stick... People, yeah. ne- you wouldn't see a child doing that now. They'd be bored. I know. We used to have, we used to make go karts then, and down from where we lived, there was a, a kind of a, a incline, and we used to call it the Tar Hill, and right. we'd go skating down, and then mm-hmm. uh, most people fell off, and they were cuts and bruises and everything. Oh yeah, like, I remember Eden Moore Hill doing the same thing, and we yeah. used to we used to have a thing called it was called the Suicide Run. Now I know that sounds completely inappropriate, right? But it was yeah. called the suicide run. So you'd get onto your trolley with these pram wheels and you'd have a bit of string to steer with, right? And somebody would push you from the top of the hill down and there was a river at the bottom of the hill and you had to jump off before you got to the river. The trolley would go into the river, but you wouldn't. And you had to yeah. jump off. And it was called a suicide run. <laughs> like down here in Cork, know. the place when we were going up called the Lee Bass. Right. And um, now if it was around today, it would be condemned. Mm. But, oh my God, we spent our summers up there. Yeah, and nobody, by the way, nobody died. Nobody got no, killed. No, you know what I mean? we'd, we'd head down to the, we'd, when they'd close early, they'd close early on a Tuesday and a Sunday, we'd go in next door and we'd be swimming in the River Lee. Right. Then we'd go down to the Fitzgerald Park and the days when my mum and my dad would go over us, we could leave, leave our house on a Sunday morning at half nine okay. and I'd come home till 11 o'clock at night. Sounds wonderful. And do you think kids nowadays could, do, is, it, is the world safe enough for them to do that nowadays? Um, my own opinion would be no. And what's changed? So um, what? What? What's, what's different? Like, there's so much. Like there was probably a lot of the stuff going on now today that was wrong, but it was kept behind closed doors. 
and no one knew about it. But like I heard you there a while ago saying <clears> that if someone wanted someone to come out that to Snapchat him and say you're coming out. Yeah. My grandson is twelve and the estate they live in. They knock at each other's doors to see if they're coming out. Do they? Okay, because I yeah. didn't. Th- I didn't think that was done anymore. Because yeah, I, that was the way it was. Each door. Yeah, Are you coming out to play? Lads down, down from him, and um, like he was saying then as well about the respect that young people today. When we were growing up, we called people Mister and Mrs. Our uncle and auntie. Yeah. You know, and I met a young fella yesterday. I he probably was going to school with my older son, and um, I had to scream because um, he called me Mrs. McGinn, and I haven't been called that for a long time. <laughs> I when I got my divorce, I reverted back to my maiden name, and when I heard it, I, I just had to, I had to start laughing. Like, but here's the other thing as well. I don't. When I was a kid, I don't remember, but I don't think I knew my mother's name, and um, because. I, you know, I know her name now is Lily, and obviously my father was friend. Yeah. But my father referred to my mother as Mammy. So when we were in the house, like, he would refer to her, he'd never say Lily. He would refer to yeah. her as Mam. Yeah. You know, are you making yeah. the dinner, Mam? That, yeah. So that was the way he referred to her in front of us. Now, maybe differently, obviously, when they were together on their own. But yeah. in front of us, he would refer, and she referred to him as Dad. Yeah. When I, my, uh, my first, when I had my first son, I was still living at home. And uh, we used to call my mum and dad, mum and dad, and everyone else then would call me by my name and his dad by his name when he was there. So much so that my son starts to call my mum and dad, mum and dad. Yeah, I, I, I remember it being an exciting thing to find out what your neighbours' real names were. We didn't even know, like, all my mates' mothers and fathers. I didn't know their mothers and fathers' names. And we found out, like, it was almost like a secret. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Mr. Ward across the road, his name was Willie. And, and when we found out his name was Willie, we thought this was great. We actually know his name. And it's yeah. not just Mr. Ward anymore. But, but stay there for a second. Let me go to Jude as well. Okay. Jude, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Jude? Hello, Niles. How you doing? Uh, Jude, do me a favour, actually. I have to go to a break. So I'm going to come to you straight after the break, OK? So stay there, please. No, All right. No, no, no. OK. Thanks. By the way, just to mention, I think there's a bit of a poor turnout for the protest today in Dublin. Um, I believe, by the way, there's Dublin Belfast and Cork is, and Limerick was on Thursday. This is the one uh, for Sarah Everard, the re- hashtag Reclaim the Streets. But somebody sent in this photograph here. This hardly looks like there's anybody there at all, actually. I was working beside the spire, took this picture. More press and guardy attended than the actual protesters. Uh, then I was disgusted to see reporters stage a photograph for the papers. They told a few of them to stand tight together uh, with their signs and asked the guardy to stand in front of them just so they could get their front page po- photo. The media can't be trusted with anything. Can't come on the air due to work, but thought I might share this information with you. Yeah, well, it does seem that way, according to your picture, by the way. If I if I saw other pictures now, I would assume they're staged, because there's hard, there's, I see a load of guards and very few people. Unless you, I don't know what time you took that photograph at, unless you took that photograph long before. Also, Michal, he sent me in a photograph while he was talking to us. He was polishing his car. A 1949 Ford Anglia, I think it is, it's an amazing looking machine and he's there in his warehouse or his garage or whatever it is polishing the bejesus out of it. Looks great, Michal. I want to spin in it. Now, let me go to Jude. Jude, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Jude? Not too bad at all, now. Jude, do kids nowadays have it easier? Do they have it tougher? Is it a better life now than it was in the 70s and 80s? I think it is a way better life. And why shouldn't it be a better life? Or it seems to me that older generations seem to begrudge the generations after them. You know, like, Australia's always looked at with rose-tinted glasses. Just because something is in the past doesn't make it better. I don't know. I'm I'm looking at my kids' life, and I hope I've provided them with a good life. Uh, I mean, they're they're on their own now. They're adults now. But uh, I think I had a better life from that point. You know, I didn't go on foreign holidays. 
you know, I didn't get the things that they have nowadays. You know, I think kids are primarily it's small. Better for them, and it's no, no, but that. it's different. No, 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 it's different. I would have, I'd prefer now, even now, to be running around a field, rolling in the hay, rolling down hills on me back and sliding and doing all the things that we did with our friends than what my kids did, which was just, you know, message their friends on WhatsApp or whatever it but is. kids now, well, children now, kids now are more sophisticated and there's nothing wrong with being not easily entertained. It's just that... There is, there is something wrong with it because if you give, the more, uh, we have to allow children to be children. Because they have all the time in the world to expand their knowledge and their mind and their maturity. They say the average person is not mature until they're 25 years of age, right? I mean, fully mature until they're 25 years of age. So, realistically, when you're 13, you shouldn't be worrying about what Donald Trump is doing today or what the LGBT community are talking about tomorrow or what the Catholic Church is doing there. Or You shouldn't be worried about those things. You don't need to be worried about those things. No, but they're not talking about worrying I think every generation has something to worry about. Oh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with not being easily entertained. Like, there's nothing wrong with having access to PlayStations, Wi-Fi, Xboxes. These things, kids now they have it easier, and, and there's nothing wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, but would so, you would you prefer if a kid spent eight, seven or eight hours on his PlayStation during the lockdown, particularly seven or eight hours on his PlayStation all day, or if he was out kicking a football or running around the fields? I'd prefer to be out kicking the football, running around the fields. Some kids just aren't into physical or sports. You know, not every no, no, okay, we just have to play football. football. I wasn't into sport, but I was out all the time. I hated sport, but I was out all the time. Yeah, that's you. Some kids don't. Now, my young fella doesn't. The only sport he likes, well, he can't do it at the moment. He likes, he likes martial arts and he likes loves go-karting. That he, they, he can't do that anymore. So what he does now is he, okay, he'd just, be on his, he'd just be on the computer with his friends or whatever, or else he'd just be building Lego or those Airfix models. Yeah. into them. And he builds his Lego or else he's, you know, he'd just be on his phone with his friends and that, you know, or on yeah. the internet, you know. But there's nothing wrong with that. And you were saying their kids don't, oh, they have less respect for people if they call their parents by their first names. I always did. My son calls me by my first name. He never called yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know if that's respectful or not, Jude. Well, that's so, but I don't think my son... Well, you know, and your son's 16 now, isn't he? He's 16 now. Yeah, but he always did since he was a child. He never I called don't like. Dad. I don't like that. But I, my name is not Dad. I even told but you that. are his dad. No, my name isn't dad. I said, you call me by my name. Now, that, that's, now, I think that, I think, I, I understand that every parent is different and wants to be treated differently. But I, I call my parents by their first oh, yeah, But I just don't think that's respectful. But I, so... And what about the woman across the road? Do you call her Mary or do you call her Mrs. Murphy? You call her Mrs. Murphy. Isn't that more respectful? Well, if it wasn't your parents, yes. Well, well say there, Charlie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Charlie? Uh, Hello, Niall. I, I, I'm listening there with interest. Right. I remember when I was small. How long ago not was that, height. Charlie? Not in height, no, but <laughs> a, young, a, young, a young lad, you know. We had games we made up. We went for a walk after school, out miles out the road. Yeah. We came back together. We played together. We nearly went to bed together. Right. All the times that we had together. Yeah. We were out on the road in the morning at a certain time. But what I want to say in the is, this is my thought, my thoughts. The children of today, they are spoiled. They are spoiled for choice. Mm-hmm. Games, video games, phones, app. No, we had none of that stuff in our day. No, wasn't invented. We we made our own games and that lady that was on about the hoop and yourself yep. hitting the hoop with the stick. Yep. We done all that. 
and we had another game called, uh, oh, what was it called? You'd hit a, a bit of stick for a hurley. Cat and dog, it was called, you know? And one of the fellows would run around the circle, and if you caught him, that was the game. But, you know, there were other games like that. But we were always out and about. Mm. I mean, never tormented our mother or father for money for this or money for that. How many? How many ch- did you have children yourself, Charlie? Oh, I had eight children. Eight children. And did your uh, children. Uh, pardon? Did your children call you Charlie or did they call you Dad? Or Dad. Yeah, Jesus see, now Jude, Jude said that's not the way you should be. His kids call him Jude. <laughs> every other parent, I just, I just thought my son. Yeah, I know. Oh, Charlie, how old are you, Charlie? I'm almost 76. So you're only a young fella. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but well, I, I, and by the way, you very rarely nowadays will hear of eight children in a family, by the way. That would have been common no, practice. No. Well, I, gonna, my, I want to point out, somebody did text in a text, I want to read this out. Did Niall grow up in a Disney movie or something? Are, are kids today being abused in institutions? Well, they are actually, sadly, in some institutions, yes. And I'm not dismissing that. I mentioned that at the start of the show. There was obviously bad parts of the 70s and 80s, too. Uh, what are the literacy rates like now compared to when he was a kid? How about childhood mortality in regards to, ch- to kids knowing too much? There's a whole generation who grew up under the threat of nuclear war. Uh, here's the thing, by the way, Texter. We didn't know about the nuclear war. We didn't know about the Cold War. We didn't no, know no, about the no, Vietnam no, War. We no, knew nothing no. about it because we were kids and we didn't yeah, have that information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But ignorance yeah. is not to be proud of. No, it wasn't ignorance, by the way, Jude. For example, when you, when you talk about, say, Vietnam or you talk about the Cold War or you talk about, you know, obviously Reagan and Gorbachev and all that kind of stuff, we didn't have that information because all we had was two newspapers. Well, two well, national newspapers. Two national newspapers. Neil, Neil. Well, what I'm saying is not knowing something is called ignorance. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't ignorance because there's, Niall, a, there's so much information now that doesn't even concern us. Yes, Charlie. Sorry. He's on that that chap. I don't know who he is. Jude is his name. Jude. Jude. What? No. What did you call your mum and dad? By their first names. By their first names. By their it? first names. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. You wrong? wouldn't, you wouldn't even respecting your your parents. Not am I saying your children respecting other people? Well, if I can't, because the they didn't hear, they didn't hear you respecting your parents. I do respect my parents very much. So you am call I you call your dad the old stick and your your mother the hen, or isn't when it? I talk about them. I call I call my mother. I call her the old stick, and when I talk about my father, I call it possible too. I don't call my mother the old stick to her face. I call her by her first name. Well, <laughs> well, well Neil, you were saying there just a minute ago, and it was a habit that I had of calling my wife ma'am. So you, so yeah, so just to clarify, because that's what happened in my house, Charlie. So you called your wife ma'am in front of I your did kids. I did, because in front of your kids. a habit, a habit of yes. my hearing her at home. So, so in other words, your kids didn't know your name or your wife's name for a long period of time. Oh, no, they did not know. No, no. no. Okay, listen, I have to wrap it up. We'll run out of time. Charlie, lovely talking to you. Jude, nice talking to you too. Different attitudes, obviously, but uh, nice talking to you. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.